It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. Check this out. Before I play this clip, I want you to know this is not the only clip I've seen like this. This clip I'm about to play also represents a whole mentality. So you can look at it like we're jumping off of one clip, but deep down inside, you know that's not true. That's number one. Number two, you could look at it based off the subject matter of this clip and think that we're only tackling the subject matter of this clip. And that's also not true, which I will show you throughout the episode. I just wanted to put that out there before we even started. to all our would-be accomplices and white allies. This message is to all the white people who have BLM in their bio. If you really want to prove to black people that you love us and you care about us and you are down for the cause, do not go see that movie opening weekend. You buy your ticket, you give it to a black person or a black family who can't afford to go, and then you go sit at that theater in front of the doors. You make sure that every black person in that theater can enjoy that movie in peace. You make sure that you use your body to block us from anybody who would be coming in that theater to do us harm. That is your job. You can go see it on another weekend. Go see it on the second or third weekend. But the first weekend, that's for us. To do anything other than this is anti-black. <laughs> okay, so that was a message from your black queens, one of them at least, because um, you know they're all queens, no matter what they do, no matter how they act, no matter how they talk, how they walk. Okay, um, they exalt themselves like they are gods. She was basically stating. Let me break it down for y'all who don't like. Wait, what? Wait, what's going on here? Okay, um, she's basically stating if any white listeners are listening right now, let me tell you, white people, let me tell y'all, white folks, what this young sister, this ebony queen, was saying. She's basically telling you, crackers, don't bring your white self down to the movie theaters on the first opening night of the Black Panther movie because if you do that you are anti-black yes to show up in support of this film which is at this point a film I think everybody just enjoys or everybody don't enjoy uh this new one after Chadwick Boseman's death with a lot of white people and blacks and Spanish people were sad when he died you know his legacy lives on continuing in this movie Wakanda forever the new Black Panther Black Panther 2 you don't bring your little whitey white white self on down to the movie theaters and you don't get to watch the movie and if you do come to the movie you come to the theater you spend that 10 to 15 to 20 30 dollars on that ticket I don't know how much movie tickets that cost these days I watch movies at home like most of normal people okay yeah you go down there and you buy your ticket and you look around you better look high and low, baby. I don't know if you know any black people, but if you don't, you better find some before November 11th because you have to buy a ticket and give it to them for free. And when you give it to them after, oh, you're not done yet. Oh, no, Mr. White Man, Mr. White Man, please sit down, sir. Don't no, don't jump up too quick now. I know some of y'all got some black friends. Like, oh, okay, I'll go buy Devontae. No, listen, there's more. There's way more to this. That's just step number one. Step number two, 
is you must then use your body as a barricade of safe haven for every single black person that's inside that theater that night. You are going to go sit in the front of the theater and use your bodies as bulletproof vests just in case any of those neo-Nazis or Klansmen or white supremacists or one of those, you know, what's his name? Um, what's that boy? The one who went and shot at the uh, grocery store the other day in Buffalo, New York, or the one that went and killed the nine black people in the church in South Carolina. Yeah, you go out there and you make sure that doesn't happen. You use your body. Forget your son. Forget your daughter. Forget your wife's, your grandma, your career that you built up. Everything you've had to work hard for, you throw all that away or you risk throwing all that away at least. So black people can safely watch a fictional film. You probably don't have any training in combat. You probably never have had to defend yourself or anyone from really anything. But today, you're going you gonna to learn today. You're going to make sure us, us colored folks are safe while we watch the Black Panther movie. You better, you better stand out there. What you, hey, Mr. White Man, is that some popcorn? Get, get up, go over there and go, go protect me from these white people. That's what she's basically telling you to do. And at this point, you know, and it's so embarrassing, man. I mean, it is so embarrassing. I read the comments, and this is why I used to push the message of, as black people, we just have to kind of draw a line down the middle. <laughs> like, for real, to just disassociate from that group because people don't realize I, I, it took me a long time for me to recognize this because in the black community I see that the, that line is being drawn it's slowly but surely very visibly every day somebody's coming through with a darker marker to draw that line even more but what I didn't know I really didn't know this and I and I it took me a while to not really know it but I guess kind of take it in is that the rest of the world doesn't really do that and black man, all you SYSBM black men, red pill, black manosphere brothers, whoever, what you have to understand is that as much as we may want to separate ourselves from this group of people, as much as we may talk about them publicly on YouTube and on Facebook and on podcast and whatever, and we, hey, you know, they got something going on that we don't got going on. The rest of the world does not see it that way. When they talk like this, like this woman in this video when they do things like this on a consistent basis and it's not just Black Panther it's braids it's everything I mean it's literally everything right when they do this what you have to understand and realize is that these women when they do these things these women are a representation of all of us other groups of people have not come to the point where they've drawn that line down the middle. And black man, I, black man, and for all the good sisters listening, and that is also our fault. Okay, we participate in this black people talk a lot, including myself. I'm guilty of it too. I'm starting to move away from it because me personally, I serve Christ. Christ is my nation. That is my people. If you serve Christ, you are my family before a black person or a person that has roots in the island of Dominica or Jamaica. You come first. I don't care if your skin is as white as snow 
or, or, or as black as my car. Okay. If you serve Christ, you are my family. Okay. Uh, Yeshua taught us that when his actual mother and brother who were of the same technical race, see race was something that was created to take us away from understanding what our true nation really is, is your, is, is the people. It ain't really got so much to do with color. And see, people learn that when they go to different other countries, when they go to other countries and, or, or when foreigners come here and you'll see what would perceive to be a black what we in America would call a black man and a brown man kicking it and you're like damn how come I can't be a part of that group I'm black like him or a brown man like I'm brown like him you don't realize that these are Somalians they don't they when they come here maybe in their country they'd be broke down by race or religion or, or caste or something like that but when they come here they're Somalians and it don't matter if they white Somalians brown Somalians yellow Somalians black Somalians beige Somalians, pink Somalians when they're in America they're Somalians, okay so what you have to understand is that's that's the true thing we're going to talk about that more, I'm going to bring that more into it the more I come into it myself, that's what I do on the show however, today we're going to talk about the unfortunate present reality, until we can get to the place where we just and that's going to help us disassociate because you have to come into understanding that at the end of the day, in the long run that's what's going to have to happen it's not going to be a color thing. You see, it's almost like the Hebrew thing. Like there are black Hebrews. There are brown Hebrews, but there also are white Hebrews as well. A lot of people don't like to accept that. But if you're true, uh, IUIC brothers, even they will tell you that it's based on the lineage of the father. This is a nation. That's why it's called nation, the nations, the tribes, these things like that. So when you when you think about it. What this woman is doing is causing more division in the wrong direction. Do we need division in the world? Honestly, yes, we do. And a lot of people don't think that. A lot of Christians don't think that. But the Bible clearly tells us that there will be division. Even Jesus said he didn't come here to unify. He came here to separate people. You know, you know what I'm saying? One be left in the field. One, you know, one go up in the sky. These type of things separating the what the wheat from the tares. There, yes, there needs to be division, but we have to take division in the right direction. And right now, these kind of people, these group of this particular group of people, I'm not even going to say their name today. I'm not. Maybe I will. I don't know. But for right now, I'm not. But we all know who I'm talking about. You can see it probably uh, more than likely going to put their name right here in the title. So you know who we're talking about. You, you, you're familiar with this podcast, right? I'm starting to learn how to treat them like Lord Voldemort. You ever watch Harry Potter? I don't promote it, but I mean, unfortunately, I did grow up watching and reading those books. Lord Voldemort, you know, is the name you're not supposed to say. You don't say his name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you, don't say, you know, even my mom tell us growing up, like, you know, um, you don't give too much energy to evil spirits. You know, when you if you're in a house and you feel a certain energy, you, you, you just say a quick prayer. Don't you don't feed into it. The more you feed into it, the more energy it has, the more it grows, the more it can consume you. Right. These are evil spirits. This is an evil spirit that's plaguing the world. A lot of people are scared to speak about this group of people. And what ends up happening, black man, let me bring it back full circle for you now. Y'all know I'll do that all the time. I'll take you around the world to come right back to where we started. Is we all get clumped up as them. Because we're not in the mindset yet as a human race of dividing people up by mentality, by character, 
even Martin Luther King, that's what he pushed for. People don't realize the depth of these things because we've been taught race so much that we look at it from a surface level, but it's deeper than surface. We have to divide people up uh, not based off of race. And a lot of other people are starting to do this. You'll see it. You see even the white people, they don't conservative white people don't care if you're white. If you're a liberal and a Democrat, they don't want nothing to do with you. They don't look at it like, well, dang, you ain't no white person to me. You, they, they would rather kick it with a black man who's a conservative or a Republican before they ever kick it with a Democrat or a liberal white person. You dig what I'm saying? So what I need you to realize is that this group of people, unfortunately, while we still live in a race-based foundational way of thinking, right? That's, the, that's our foundation on everything that we do in this country, especially in this country, especially within this society. And I say this society, this society now leaves the country of America because it's a society that literally plagues a lot of major cities across the globe from London to maybe even somewhere like maybe uh, the UAE, Dubai, all the way to maybe even Australia, maybe even a, uh, I don't know. A lot of places, right? So this society that we live in that has this mentality that's plaguing the world, the whole entire world. Now you're starting to see even Middle Eastern women, they act like American women. I, I was shocked, you know, because in their country, they get killed for stuff like that. And they're, they're not caring no more. They're like, no, I'm showing my hair. I'm like, oh, snap. They tripping, girl. You might put, hey, put that hijab back home for them fools, smoke you or stone you. But listen, at the end of the day, what I'm saying is that, I know I'm saying a lot, not rambling. Listen. Just listen. What I am saying is that black man and I guess the few good sisters out there that's listening right now, we get clumped up with them. So when these people start to come at us because they're going to get tired of it, you have to understand that we're now living in a different era. The people that were there. That were when we were being hung and lynched and called niggers and colored, you colored boy, Negro boy, those people are old and dying. Now, that girl that was just speaking, I could tell from her, her whole look, she was not alive during that time, as neither was I. We grew up maybe in the tail end of it. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm not saying racism doesn't exist. But what we have done is we have taken on the traumas that we were taught because if we weren't taught these things a lot of these things we just wouldn't know i've never seen a man hanging from a tree you know what i'm saying a black man i've never seen a clansman like you know what i'm saying so we wouldn't even know but these things that we were taught and now my generation is blaming this generation of white people for what their parents and fathers and them did you know and black people we are far from perfect we might want to be careful putting out that type of energy because we don't want any future generations looking at us right now. Trust me, if, if, if the future if the future generation look at us right now, we'll be in some serious trouble. We don't even have the power. We haven't even gained the power. We're not ready for that type of smoke, right? I said the power, the same power that white people have, which is the reason why even after slavery, even after uh, the Jim Crow era and all of that, we never went and retaliated against white people. Right, right. We turned on on each other. We ain't go. We ain't say, "Hey, man, we we buck now." Where them, where them white people at? And I'm not saying that's what we should have did. I'm just simply stating that that same power that made the white people someone that we were like, "Okay, all right, we're gonna go over here and gang bang." I'm gonna just go here. And... We don't have that same power. Do you understand? So what's what's happening now is you are creating 
black people, and I'm talking all black people now, you are creating, when you let videos like that fly and you do stuff like that, you are creating a group of people that are going to feel the same way y'all feel right now. The difference is they're not going to be scared to come whoop your butt. And the big difference is they're not going to be whooping your butt. They're going to be whooping our kids' butts. So we're just going to go into a continuous cycle. That's what's going to happen if the world keeps going as it goes. Now, as a Christian, man, I don't believe that there will be that much time left on this earth. And pretty soon we'll have no choice but to stand as nations of people based off of our beliefs, our morals, our character, things of that nature, not necessarily skin color. Right. However, let's just say God keeps deciding to push this whole rapture and all this stuff back. His mind is in his hands. Only he knows the time and the hour, right? He can push it back as many times as he wants. I believe firmly in my spirit that he's pushed it back plenty of times. Just truly out of mercy, grace, you know what I'm saying? Maybe one man's prayer, right? Some, if you read the Bible, it took sometimes only one man to make God say, all right, I'll spare this whole group of people. Just one man coming to God. So who knows? It might be another thousand years. It might be another 500 years. Maybe we have to wait till there's robots walking around our homes telling us, hey, good morning. Would you like orange juice? Oh, sure. Uh, you know, Roger, actually, not today. You want to go on a walk with me? I would love to go on a walk with you, Mark. Come on, let this go. Would you like me to wear my Nikes or my Reeboks? Like, maybe then he'll come in. I don't know. But at this rate, if things keep going the way they go, we'll have no choice. But in the meantime, you're going to create in these people the same thing that was created in you. But you're not built for that. You're talking about a group of people who still have the infrastructure. They, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, a majority of our people are not running to infiltrate that said infrastructure. And when we do, we get bought out anyway. So it's like, what is it? Or, or you see what Kanye is going through, right? You see how they even do the sister uh, Candace Owens. Right. She's up there even on that side and they ready to spit her out like lukewarm water. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you got to think about it this way, man. Like at the end of the day, what this woman and plenty of black women there, I guess I, I said I was going to say that plenty of black women and their beta male counterparts are doing. Because, I, I, yes, I said beta male and I'm going to tell you why I use the term beta male in a minute. What they're doing is causing division, congratulations, in the wrong direction. And it will not do anything for black people, white people, or any people for that matter. It only causes damage. Not to mention, you can't sit there and complain for years and years. You want to take on the complaints? You want to take on the curses? You want to take on the struggles uh, of people who live before you? Fine. Then also remember that all of their complaints... And one of their complaints, ma'am, sis, queen, Mrs. Super Woke. And I've, once again, she's not the only video. I see it. I've, I personally don't be on the internet like that no more. But I saw one other video just this week alone of another black woman saying a similar message to that black woman. Right? I haven't seen any black men with this stupid message. And um, I mean, at some point, not to go off topic, I think these people who lump us all together are going to start to realize, wait, black men may be out here doing some stuff, but they're not doing stuff like that. So when we get mad at that, like they don't kill us. They don't care about us killing each other. Let's keep it real. So you know, that's our problem. You know, but when it comes to that, once we involve these other groups of people, right, they'll start to realize that that's them. 
Okay, and I'm not saying this out of fear. Like, white man, look, white man. Uh, please don't come hurt us, please. That's the black woman. Get her. No, that is not what I am doing. Y'all know me. I tackle every every possible uh, rebuttal while I'm speaking. So everything you you think you was gonna say to me, I'm gonna go ahead. I already know how people think. I study this type of stuff. So they're gonna try. Some people will try to hear his message and be like, "Oh well, look at him. He's trying to run to the white man." Like, no, it's not that. I, the last thing I have fear is a white man or any man. The only being that I'm supposed, I'm, I'm taught to fear, and, and I, I wouldn't even say fear. Because his love over over compass is all that. You know, when you govern someone with fear, that's all it is. I mean, as soon as they realize this, that, and the third about you, or they feel like they realize something, this, that, and the third about you, they're not finna listen to you no more. You know, you love God. That's why you obey God. You don't fear God. That's why you obey God. This is the message of grace, you know. Same thing in a relationship. You know, you don't want your wife to fear you or your husband to fear you. You know, you want them to love you enough. That's why they don't cheat on you. It's because they love you. They know how much it would hurt you. They don't, not because they're scared of what you would do to them. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, um, and that's what black people, especially these type of women and the beta male counterparts, that's what they don't realize is that you, you're, 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 you're really seeking love and validation, but you're trying to govern it with fear. Like you're somebody to be feared anyway, when you don't have anything and you ain't going to do anything, but get on the internet and complain and cry. So at the end of the day, what is all this about? You know what I'm saying? And my whole thing, I just, I mean, the simplest thing I can say is shut up. Just shut up. Because once again, going back to what I was just saying a couple of seconds ago about the complaints of our ancestors. One of those complaints was, hey, okay, y'all say y'all love us, wouldn't support us. And then as soon as white people start supporting us, now we tell them, shut up. Hey, don't support us. Don't come see our movies. This is a black movie. What? What do y'all want? I mean, I, I I really feel bad for white people. I'm not even like, especially modern white people who are like maybe I'll say 35 years old and younger, or maybe even 40 years old and younger. I, I feel bad for them. I mean, they they're literally like being held hostage by black people. You know what I'm saying? Really, specifically black women. If they look around, it's really black women and their beta male counterparts. You know what I'm saying? Like they're being held hostage by them, and they don't know what to do. I mean, imagine being a hostage and he tells you, take your clothes off. You start taking, all right, all right, fine, okay, all right. You start taking your, what are you doing? Uh, put your clothes back on. He's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, let me see your cell phone. Uh, okay, here. Matter of fact, use your cell phone to visit me. Like, you just like, bro, like, I mean, what do you want me to do, man? I'm just trying to live, bro. I'm just trying to live. I don't even look at life like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can only imagine. I mean, you just can't get braids. You, you, you know, you you, you, you you listen to too much rap music. They say you're trying to be... It's like, they, they, they don't have... Like, bro, don't you know how that feels? Didn't somebody do that to you? Why are you going to turn around and do it to someone else? Look what it did to you. Look what the monster it, it turned a lot of us into. Why you want to do that to someone else? It's as simple as that. I mean, leave race out of it. Leave revenge. Leave, nah, man, the white man got to pay. All of that out of it, bro. Just as a simple human. And you wonder why you're treated less than human because you don't show any traits of humanity. You show no humane traits. When you think about it, revenge is, people would say, is a natural human trait, but it's really an inhumane thing. And it's so beneath humans that we don't even realize it's how inhumane it is to the point where animals don't really get revenge, bro. 
You you don't think so? You don't believe me? By now, why them big old animals that get chased by lions ain't turned on them and teamed up on? The animals don't even have that in their brain. Their whole mentality is survive. That's it. Just get through Earth, bro. I had a song once I wrote, and I was like, I forgot how it went, but it, it, in, this, in the hook, I said, survive Earth. That's the only thing you need to focus. Just, sur- just survive Earth. Like, y'all making it hard for everyone to live here as we all have to share this planet with division or not whether i'm over here with this group whether you over there with that group we all have to somewhat share this planet you know what i'm saying and 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 this is why i personally believe and i know a lot of people would would call me all kind of names for saying this but i believe in america if i was a ruler if i could be like the dictator of america i would take all the 50 states excuse me well at least 48 of them excluding alaska and hawaii I'll take at least the 48 states that are right here in this land. And now we just designate each state to every group of different people. You see what I'm saying? And I I would literally take those kind of black women and I'd give them their own state. They can have a big state too, like Wyoming. Like I'd give them their own state and they can have as much weave and they can have all of the attitude and they can... No, they don't got to worry about no white people going to see the movies they want to go see. They ain't got to worry about no white girls with braids and big butts. They ain't got to see no dusty black man. They don't got to deal with the conquered black man or the white, whitey, white, white. They don't got, they can just sit there and chill. And at that point, if you choose to go deal with them as a black man, a white man, Spanish man, Asian man, white woman, Spanish woman, Asian woman, black woman, whatever, that's on you. But nobody has to deal with them no more. In this state over here, we'd give this to the gays and the liberals. They can go out there and turn their kids into all kind of different abominations. They can cut their wee-wees off and do whatever they want to do with them. Then, you know, at that point, that's y'all business. This is between y'all and God, okay? When you're burning hellfire, don't call me. If you decide you want to go over there to the pride state, that's what we'd call it, the pride state. The pride state, the capital is LGBT. If you want to go over there, the alphabet boys, if you want to, that's on you. But we don't no longer got to deal with them. They can do whatever they want. They can make as many TV shows as they want. They can play a gay character that don't even make no sense in the TV show. We got, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we could take all you, you know what I'm saying, people who don't who don't love God or whatever, and you, you get your own state. And oh, okay, the Republicans get their own state, and then the the, the, the Muslims they get their own state, and everybody just get their own state. And whoever comes out comes out. If you want to go visit these other states, that's on you. We we'll give you as much money you want. I, I I wish I could do that, but that's not reality. So let's go back to reality. That's that's just a dream I've always had, at least for the last six months. I've been thinking about this for six months, and I've been thinking like, dang, maybe this would avoid a lot of problems. Just put everybody in their own little corner. And if they decide to leave that corner, they can't get mad. You can even have a whites only state for all the racist white people, all the racist, y'all no N words and Mexicans and uh, gays or whatever they don't like. The KKK say they don't like then They get their own state. If you're a black man, you want to go to the whites only state and they tell you they call you N word and they look at you funny when you walk in their restaurants. That's on you, bro. Why would you go to the whites only state? You, you want to go to the black people only state and go to the black people only state. You want to go to the smart people state you go to like like i don't know it's a stupid concept i know but it 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 if if tweaked the right way you gotta admit <laughs> it would avoid a lot of issues because y'all starting to get on my nerves right y'all starting to get on my nerves i need everybody every day to pray and thank god that i'm not god just like i don't know just if you don't talk to god about anything else just say god 
thank you for not allowing Tommy V from Raw Sex to be anyone with any serious amount of power. Thank you, Lord. Please keep his power limited to a regular amount of power, not anything that would ever cause anything because then we will all be in a world of hurts. I think this man would just get rid of all of us if he had the power to because we get on his nerves and he's sick and tired of us. And you just you just do that, okay? Because I do it myself, all right? I thank God that I ain't one of these people that was born into one of them royal bloodlines or I wasn't born into no elite family because I'd, I'd just get rid of all y'all. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I'm gay. At least you know me. At least I'm telling you the truth. Don't you like the truth every now and then? Right? Okay, so here's the thing. This is starting to become a serious problem. It's starting to become very annoying, almost. And I mean, it's starting to become kind of quite funny and it causes some division. It causes people to lump everybody up and we all look bad and we have to start to cast out these people from our community. They're not there is nothing productive about telling white people they can't go see a movie. That should not be your focus. There's so many problems within the black community that we no longer can blame the white man for. We can always look at his hand and the roots of it, the foundation of it. But at this point, we've we've taken up the torch and we've ran with it ourselves. Okay? And at this point, I mean, I hate to say it, but blame your ancestors. You know, I mean, they didn't do what they was they would they should have probably did to those people. You can't cast that onto these new group of people though. They didn't do that. They didn't do that, and that's just simply not fair. And the reason why I find sympathy in it and compassion in it is not because I just love the white man and, oh, man, Mr. White. No, it's not that. I just kind of honestly think about myself. I think to myself, would I want someone to do that to me or my group of people? No. You're not going to come at me and tell me what the Christians did in the Spanish, uh, what you call that, the conquistadors. And, hey, oh, man, well, that ain't got nothing to do with me, brother. I don't know them folks. Them folk wasn't no real Christians anyway. They had political agenda. I'm not a politician. Like, you're not going to come blame me for what the church did to you. You're not going to come blame me for what black people did to you. You're not going to blame me for none of that, right? That's not fair. We, we want people to do that to us. So why do we do it to people? Who do we really think we are? We've, we've really accomplished really nothing in a matter of since, you know, the end of segregation to now. We've really just diminished and diminished and diminished and become more self-serving than ever. Like, there's, like, don't be confused by all these black people you see in Rolls Royce trucks and Buckhead Atlanta. Like, we have not really accomplished anything as a people, as a as one party at all. I mean, look at how much time we have on our hands to the point where we can sit up here and debate on if we want to be men or women or if, we, I mean, we have too much freedom, if anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, in my opinion, like, it, it has not led to anything good. Uh, a lot of the time, you put a dog in a cage for too long. When it runs out, it doesn't run out and be a good dog. It runs out and goes wild. It goes rampant. And maybe this was all a part of someone's plan. And that might be true. But at this point, we have the knowledge. We have the resources. We have the wisdom. We have enough people that do have enough money, which is, you know, capital, capital, uh, what's the word? Expenditures. You know what I'm saying? We have enough of these cap X, you know what I'm saying? We have enough of everything, enough Knows I said enough, enough. And believe it or not, yes, we do have God's blessing if we want it. It's open to anybody who wants it to get away from that victimizing mentality. And I say victimizing, and I use that both ways victimizing other people, turning them into victims, and also self victimizing ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And to get into a place of winning 
get into a place of winning, not to say making other people into losers, but just winning for your people. Mexicans are winning. They're our brothers. Mexicans are winning. Why are Mexicans winning? Do we have to lose for Mexicans to win? No. No, we don't. Okay? We do not have to lose in order for Mexicans to win. Mexicans win on their own. It's as simple as that. Okay? What I need you to realize is that in the long run, there's going to come a time where we sit down and we look back at these days, we look back at these times, and we will regret what we have done. We will regret not calling out these women. We have to get these women in order. We have to get them in line, get them in check, and we have to overthrow them. Okay? In the book, in the in the book of Jonah, in the Bible, I break it down to you really, really quick. God tells Jonah to go to a land and to warn those people that He's going to destroy that land. Jonah doesn't like that God tells him that because Jonah knows in his heart that once he goes and tells these people that they're going to repent from their ways, they're going to turn away from their wicked ways, they're going to worship the Lord, and once they do that. God won't destroy the land and then he will look like a false prophet. He will look like someone who just is crazy and they will cast him out. So he literally runs away from God. He goes in the opposite direction of the way that God told him to go. Excuse me. He ends up entering a boat to get away from God. Don't know where he was going. I forget. I don't even think it actually I don't think it states where he was going, but he was going in the opposite direction of where he was supposed to go. God allowed a storm, a very vicious, brutal violent storm to go over that boat and everybody in the boat is like man what's going on what's going on man it's man we have to do this they start praying to their gods lowercase g and nothing is changing and they just start to figure out like okay what's wrong what's different today compared to yesterday there's this is a spiritual thing this is a spiritual storm Right. So there's something on this boat that we need to get rid of. They look and they say, hmm, what about that guy that's down there sleeping? That guy was Jonah. So they go to Jonah and Jonah then admits to them, hey, the only way to fix this storm is you guys have to get rid of me because that's why this storm is happening. I ran away from God. Right. So they throw the man over the boat where he got ate by a whale. Or some type of big fish, right? At the end of the day, why? Once he, they threw him off the boat, storm over. I've made a whole episode about this. Sometimes you have to throw some people off the boat to get rid of the storm. And it's time that we throw these people off the boat. Okay? We're never going to get to this nation building. We're never going to get to the kingdom if we don't throw these people off the boat. Because every time that we try to go and do these things, we have to stop to address these people who consistently, I mean, they find something to do every day. And I'm very much so convinced that there's some like private group chat somewhere where black women literally come together, not all of them, obviously, but a lot of them and figure out what is some way that we can get rid of the peace. What is some way that we can disturb the peace? What is some way that we can cause more division and more trouble? And, you know, the last time that they really came out with something, it was the Black Lives Matter movement, which we have seen be completely debunked. Uh, Shout out to Candace Owens and everybody who participated in completely debunking the Black Lives Matter movement. Okay, as an organization. Do I think Black Lives Matter as in the slogan, the saying of it? Yeah, of course. But Black Lives don't matter to black people. So what do we worry about the police for? Okay, that's number one. Number two, right? 
I don't know what is wrong with them. Every day they wake up and try to find something to do. We're going to go twerk on kids. We're going to complain about somebody's hair. We're going to come at these people. We're going to call the black man Dusty Conquered and we're going to divest and do. I mean, every day they have something. I mean, this group of people, I mean, they just they don't stop. They can't stop, won't stop. You can't stop, won't stop Rockefeller Records, you know. And what I'm starting to realize is that the brother Tommy Sotomayor was very accurate in choosing to use that Terminator clip um, in order to describe this group of people. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the time right now as we speak to find that clip, you know, because it's sad that this is what we've come down to, you know, and I want you to listen to, to this clip, um, fully, you know, fully listen to the clip. Uh, I think this is an ad. You know, and, and, and we have to throw these people off the boat. Some people are going to say, well, what does that mean? How do we do that? You stop being scared of it, call it what it is, and let them become their own group. That's what they want anyway. When you really look at the modern American, especially American black women, they love to separate themselves anyway. They love to, and black women are black women are this, and black women are that. When they need to, they come together, and they try to jump back on the boat, and black people, come on, brothers and sisters. But every other day, when they're winning... They don't include us in their victory. Am I wrong? Am I lying? They don't try to help us. When they when they learn a little bit of knowledge, they don't come back and give it to anybody. The, all these girls getting all this money now, you don't see none of them barely doing any charity work in the communities. Nothing. Okay? Like, and we can keep talking about that all we want to, but it's just a simple fact. This is a fact. Okay? What I need you to realize is that at the end of the day, we need to basically give black women what they want. They want separation. I mean, listen to that... that that poor thing, that poor soul in that video. I mean, nobody can just pray for her, not make fun of her, but listen to her. She wants division. She wants to be separated. But I'm telling you, y'all, y'all sisters that talk like her, you are not going to be separated with us. Like, don't think, come on, black man, yeah. No, no, we're going to be like, uh-uh. You go watch that movie by yourself. You make me not even want to go watch the movie now, honestly. Like, I'm just keeping it real. That you, you, you put, you, you ruin it. If the people that's behind that movie need to, they need to like talk to these content creators that do this type of stuff. Stop giving black women like that a platform. Seriously, now, I'm gonna try to listen to this. This is why that just pearly things, and I'm gonna do an episode about that too. This is why that just pearly things girl is popping right now. When there's been plenty of black women who've said the same thing she said. This is why y'all have shot out y'all credibility. Nobody wants to hear it. Not for about 40 years. 
future? One possible future. From your point of view, I don't know tech stuff. Then you're from the future too, is that right? Right. Right. Cyborgs don't feel pain. I do. Don't do that again. Just Listen and understand. That Terminator is out there. It can't be bargained with. Mm. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop. Ever. Until you are dead. And that's what I need people to realize. Everybody needs to hear that. Everybody needs to hear that. That last part is very key and essential here. It will not stop until you are dead. When you take a, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak almost like as they say, the devil's advocate. I think is the word for it, right? Really quickly. When you take a group of people and you either oppress them or make them, or allow them to feel like they've been oppressed for so long, they will strive for what they would call equality. Eventually. If you hold them back from whatever they feel like is equality, right? Hear my words well. I'm using them for a specific reason, okay? If you hold them back from what they feel like is equality, the strive for equality diminishes and it disappears. And it is now an empty vessel that is now filled up with hatred, envy, all right? And it's no longer this... This, this this desire of just simply justice. Which, what is another word for justice? Fairness, right? And what ends up happening is you now are dealing with a group of people who do not want equality. They do not want inferiority. They want superiority. And in their minds, the only way to do that is to completely destroy every single thing about you. I mean, could you imagine... And for all y'all who love this educated black women thing and they have companies now giving money to black women to start businesses. And these these women are about to take over the world. I'm telling you, mark my words. If nobody stops it, <laughs> this will be a country ran by black women pretty soon. Right. And, and why you why, why should all of us, even black women, why should all of us fear this? Uh, I want you to think like remember I told you guys, even me. Right. But I don't do stuff like that. But even I said, thank God I'm not in power because I would just get rid of everybody or put everybody in their own state. Right. I'm not striving to be in power, though. That's the thing. I'm just speaking like anybody else is speaking. Like, Man, if I ruled the world, I would, you know, I've also even said if I ruled the world, there'd be no tractor trailers driving down main streets. <laughs> just, you know, I'll give I don't know. I'd find a way to get them off of our main. I ain't driving next to those things. I'm like, why are you here? Like, <laughs> you're not supposed to be here. If you don't fear it, you should. I want you to imagine a world ran by people who think like that. They want to take everything from you. They don't just want their portion. They don't just want see Mexicans in this country are doing so well. You know why they're doing really well and they're about to do even better? Because they just want their portion. The Arabs, the Middle Easterns. They just want their portion. But black people have become greedy. We've become a greedy people. And we no longer are striving for our portion of the pie. America is a pie. And it's no longer the white man's pie. It's still 
in his restaurant. But that pie is for everybody now. Everybody has access to that pie. But the problem is, as the black man is trying to get his slice, right, and go on, sit down and eat, and the Mexican man and the Asian man, whether it's West Asian, Central Asia, East Asia, right, they're all trying to get their slice. Even the African man, right, is coming in, the Canaanite, right, the Canaanite, he coming in, he getting his slice. The fake Jews, yeah, y'all can call me anti-Semitic. I'm not Kanye West, okay? I don't got a <laughs> Adidas deal. Uh, they coming in, they getting they slice, right? The Caucasian man who no longer, right, gets to just have that 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 straight superiority he might have had in the 50s and 60s or whatever. He's having to come in and get his portion too. Matter of fact, he's getting a smaller portion because he has no choice but to share with you because he's being held hostage by racism. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's not talk about it. Anyways, right? And everybody getting a slice. Here come the black woman walking by like, this all I got left? And ma'am, that's the same size slice we all got. We all only got a small. Nah, nah, forget that. I've been oppressed. Give me your slice, Mr. White Man. You don't deserve it. You've had white privilege for over 500 years. Give me your slice, Mr. White. Give me that slice, you white Becky. Yeah, get, and you know what, black man? You don't deserve this slice because you ain't ish. You don't take care of your kids. You ain't ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me your slice too. And then, boy, ain't this coming through just trying to take everybody's slice? We all got the same slice. The only person who's getting a smaller slice right now, if nobody wants to hear this because they hate to hear this, is the white man. I'm not a white knight. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just telling you the truth. Nobody wants to hear, but that's what it's starting to become. Is it fully that way? No. But it's like I said, he still owns the restaurant. It's his. We all in his restaurant. We all sitting down in his restaurant. Okay. Right. But we all talking about this pie here that we have to share to eat. So I want you to think of it like this. Think of it like it's a war going on outside or nuclear bombs went off and we all in this restaurant. A white man, a black man, a white woman, a Spanish woman, all of us in this restaurant together. We in his restaurant. There's only one pie, pizza pie, regular pie, whatever. So we like, man, everybody got to get a slice, bro. We all hungry. So the white man actually giving us all bigger slices than his. And here come the black woman. She get the same slice as the black man. She get the same slice as the Spanish man. The same slice as the Spanish woman. The same slice as the Asian woman. The same slice as the Asian man. But she don't feel satisfied. None of us are satisfied. Because this slice of pizza, this slice of pie ain't going to fill us up. But it's going to do a little something, something, right? It's going to give us enough energy to go on to maybe hopefully finding another piece of pie in this building until we can go outside and face this radiation or these alien uh, visitors or these foreigners or whatever that's trying to kill us, whatever that threat is outside, right? But she want everybody's pie. And if she can't get everybody's pie, we ain't gonna give it to her little wine itself. She gonna sit there and kick and scream and holler and throw a lot of words around at us that just cause us to not even want to eat the pie no more man we don't even want the pie you didn't kill my appetite here bro here somebody gonna be like here get it. and now somebody has to starve so the black woman can feel like somebody cause the only way she can feel like somebody is not if she has the same slice as everybody else but if she has more slices than everybody else or a bigger slice than everybody else and that is a serious problem and these are the people that y'all are allowing into your colleges just because they're black women you're allowing them into these 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 heavy spaces 
their politics. They are moving into being superintendents, principals, owning businesses. They're moving into corporate America, real estate. And if you think for a second that that those kind of people who and we see it every day, almost once a week, net we hear a story of a black woman getting fired from a top career, getting completely dropped because of the stuff they say on the internet, right? If you think that they're not going to take these mentalities off the internet and bring them into these spaces where they have these these levels of power, women want power these days, not just black women. Why do you think you see so many women? I've been meaning to make an episode about this for like a couple of weeks now. What do you, why do you think you see so many women these days driving these big old SUVs? Anybody notice that? Does nobody else notice that? It's a mentality behind it, too. A lot of people are going to be like, man, shut up. Here you go. No, seriously, there's a mentality behind why you see so many women in general, black, white, whatever, driving these big old SUVs. Yesterday, yesterday one of them almost hit me. And I'm looking at her like driving this big truck and there's this little lady in it. I'm like, this is why women are saying, y'all don't even know what y'all doing with these big old SUVs. Why do you think there's so many of them like that? I'll just simply break it down to you like this and we'll move back to what we were talking about. Well, do you remember when we were growing up, what they said about little guys who drive big trucks, what they were doing? They were what over what compensating for something. Yeah. Okay. So like, like I said, all these women want power, but that black woman, oh, she wants a level of power that is almost godly you know in a, in a wicked way though you know i mean she wants god levels of power you know and we have to start to wake up to this you know what i'm saying and we have to kind of put them in a box by themselves they don't like to hear that but they do it to themselves every day anyway so just we're all we're really doing is giving them what they want giving them what they want it's just like a relationship you can't keep pushing somebody and wonder why they finally eventually walk away Right. So that's what they're doing. They're pushing, they're pushing, they're pushing, they're pushing. Well, it's time to allow them to go ahead and push that door open and fall into that room. And we're going to close the door behind them and we'll lock it. And every every once a day, we'll throw some bread in there for them. Right. So they can eat, you know, because we don't want to kill them. We don't want to hate them. That's not what I'm calling for people to do. But it's time to go ahead and put them into a box until they can realize how to coexist with the rest of the world. Because when you think deeply about the mentality that it takes to boldly get on the internet and tell someone you cannot go see a movie, bro, because of your skin color. And if you do go see the movie, you need to use your body to protect me while I watch a movie, dude. A movie. This ain't church, man. This ain't, yo, protect me while I go grab this, this bread from the ground and these vegetables so we all can eat. No, this is so I can sit here and watch a movie that's going to come out on DVD one day. Because, you know, our movies have to be the top selling in the box. That's what I'm saying. Do we want equality? Do we want our fair slice of the pie? Or do we want everything? You know? And it's like, no, bro, that's not, that's not right, bro. There's nothing godly about that. And that's why black people have been cursed for so long. Because we have had this mentality for way longer than y'all think we have. That's why we ended up in slavery. A lot of y'all don't want to hear that. That's why we ended up with slavery. All the tribes of Israel were scattered throughout the world. Why did we, why did we get it the worst? Do, you, do your history, your research. You want to know your true history? Go pick up the Bible. Pick up the Bible. That's your history right there. Look how you did God. God got tired of us because we too arrogant. We get too pompous too quick. That's why you lost your blessing and it was given to other people. Y'all don't want to hear this, but it's true. 
A lot of people don't want to hear. Even white people don't want to hear this. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna be the one to say it. I don't have much to lose, man. I'm not Kanye West. I'm, I'll say what he should be saying. Okay. You lost your blessing. Now you have the option to get it back, but we never going to get anything. We're never going to even get our portion of the blessing. If we keep moving like this, this is not doing anything good for us. We have to cast these ones out. If they're, if they, here's the thing about it. I don't want to cast them out. I would love to bring the reproach that every other group people get. And then they go back and reconcile and they redo things. Right. And they do a whole bunch of re's instead of being re T-A-R-D. Right. E-D. Then we do things that way. But these people don't want reproach. They don't want to be reprimanded. They don't want repercussions. They want reparations for things that they never went through. OK. They need to be repaired. OK. All right. They need a redo button. All right. All right. They need to recycle. OK. But see, the problem is. Right. They keep repeating. OK. And things keep getting worse. So with that being said, they need to repent, but they don't want to do that. So since they don't want to do that, we have to just put them in a box and no longer entertain them. No longer do any of those things. You want to be by yourself. You want this black women. Oh, yes, black women, black women, black women, black women. Wouldn't give black women, black women. Let black women be black women. Let them do that. We no longer going to listen to them. We no longer going to allow them to keep getting away with these things. They call your job. They call your career every time they say every time you say something crazy on the internet, call theirs too. Call theirs too. Because it's it's time to put the foot in the mouth. The tongue is a sword. When Jesus comes back, he said he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna defeat the devil with his mouth. I mean, think about it. Like, it's his mouth. But it's talking. The word, words are more, like people say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's the biggest lie we were ever taught. Words are the most hurtful thing. I was even reading something the other day. It was talking about when families go through big issues, watch what you say, because when the issue is done, the only thing people are going to remember is the the evil words that were said. They're not going to remember that who got slapped. They're going to remember, man, do you remember when you told me I would never be enough? People remember words. You hear it all the time. Even like that, when successful people tell their life story. What do they love to bring up? They love to bring up what someone told them. Man, when I was, and I tell you, man, when I was seven years old, man, this man told me I would never be nothing but a trash worker. I would flip burgers at McDonald's the rest of my life. Now I make at least $30 million a year. He don't talk to you about who slapped him in the head. What about the boy that slapped him inside the head? Do you even know his name? But he remembers clear as day what someone said to him. We remember everything we've said and everything that was said to us. Words have have a power. There's, look at the industry that's growing right now. This manosphere and all this. It's all talk. It's just people talking. Podcasts. I mean, these things are becoming big. Everybody got a podcast these days, right? I got look at me. I'm on a podcast right now, right? Words, man. And these women's words are becoming detrimental to society. When you look at what's going on right now, like, like when you look at the whole liberal thing, right? These liberals and Democrats and what they do, it's just talking. But look how much damage they're doing with their mouth. They're ruining people's lives with their mouth. You can be whoever you want. Live your best life. Love is love. Look what they're doing. They're not, they're not going out making people. They're just saying things. They're just saying, you know, uh, men should not make laws about women's bodies. They're just saying protect trans kids. They're just saying things. 
And it's their words that is causing so much uproar. It's words. It is literally words. You see, these things are causing destruction. These things are causing destruction. And I need people to hear what I'm saying and take heed to it. That if we don't stand up and stop being, let's, I'm just, I'm gonna call all y'all out. Listen, stop being scared of black women. Because Kanye West is proof that we're not scared of black men. Nobody's scared of white men. Nobody's scared of Christians. Nobody's scared of... People are terrified of black women. And if we don't start calling them by name and saying, hey, either you're going to be by yourself in the long run or you're going to shut up. I mean, I don't know any other way to say it without sounding rude. You know what I'm saying? Then we're going to have a serious problem on our hands. And it sucks because I say black women loosely because at the end of the day, there's a lot of great black women. I mean, honestly, like even like I I mentioned Candace Owens earlier, I watch Candace Owens every day. I watch her podcast every day. There's only several things that I do every day. Pray several times. Read the Bible several times. Right. I go on a version app. I watch their daily thing about God. I try to keep up with the Andrew Womack series. I try to watch a sermon. Right. Work on a work on something that I'm working on in my life, and watch the Candace Owens podcast. And she's a black woman. She's a black woman married to a white man. But I support what she's doing. There's another black, black girl. I just did an episode about her the other day. I think her name was Amala. I don't know how to say it. She's black. I like what she's doing. Right. So it sucks because I know that they would hear this and and they probably would agree with ninety percent of what I'm saying. But they also. I know deep down in their hearts. Every time I say black women, box them in, they're like, hold on, man. Come on, wait, that might fall on me too. That's why it's a message that I I, I, I speak on. And if I could be genuinely honest with you guys, which this is raw sex, that's what I'm going to do. Now I'm going to get really vulnerable with y'all. It's one of those type of things that you say and like you mean it, but you kind of don't, you know, because ideally that's not what I would want to do. That's not what I would want to see happen. In an ideal world, they just shut up, everybody move on, and we just let bygone be bygone. We forgive. That's what we do. We extend grace and mercy. But when you're dealing with uh, people that literally are like that video clip that Tommy Sotomayor put us all onto with the Terminator, right? Uh, it's hard because you can't reason with these people. It seems like you can't bargain with them. They want when somebody wants everything and they're coming with pain and bitterness behind it. They're also a hard group of people to deal with, especially when they don't want anything to do with Jesus Christ and the grace and mercy that he has for us. They don't want anything to do with God. They think that they are God. They think they don't need anybody. And we've allowed them to believe that because we've given them enough resources to really think that they don't, at least for a long enough time till it's too late. By the time they realize, hold on, wait, I can't be this person. I can't do it by myself. I don't even have as many black women supporting me as I think I do. It's too late for them. They're old, wrinkly, dried up, but they can't really do anything anyway. Right now it's time for the next wave of girls. So it's, 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 a, it's a twisted, sick message simply because of the fact that it's, it's, it's hard to actually take it into any matter. I have black women in my life. How do we do, how do we go about this 
How would we go if we were to decide this, Tommy? This is the way to go about it. How do we go about it without hurting those good ones? They can agree with us all they want, and there's a lot of black women who can hear this episode and they fully agree with everything I probably said. However, I know deep down in their heart when they hear that black woman, black woman this, black woman that. But I can't also, I can't do the specific thing. I can't. And as a and as a Christian man, when I say Christian, I'm not talking about religion. I'm just using that term as a follower of Christ. I I pray to God all the time, like God, help me to see black women the way maybe you see them. And this is the only way I can see them. This is the only way I can see them. And you know what? Matter of fact, I want to read something to you guys, if I can. I want to read something to you guys. And show you how, as Christians, I feel like we do have the right to eventually give up on people. And not necessarily give up on them, but just move away from them. Okay? I'm going to read you guys this. And I'll tell you where I got it from in a second. Some of y'all probably know where I got it from. It says, they know the truth about God because he has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. As they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused claiming to be wise they instead became utter fools and instead of worshipping the glorious ever living God they worshipped idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles y'all ready for this next part? watch this so God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshiped and served the things that God created instead of the creator himself, who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. That is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulge in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relations with women, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men. And as a result of this sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty they deserved. Excuse me. So they thought about it foolish to acknowledge God. He abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things that should have never been done. I'll say that again. So they thought it foolish to acknowledge God. He abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things that should never be done. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, 
envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malicious behavior, and gossip. They are backstabbers, haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful. They invent new ways of sinning and they disobey their parents. They refuse to understand, break promises. They are heartless and have no mercy. They know God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die. Yet they do them anyway. Y'all ready for this next part? And this is where I say take heed. Take heed to the future that is coming if we do not sit this black woman down and have a serious conversation with black women and we call them black women when we do it. Y'all ready for this next part? In fact, let me go back. They know God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die, yet they do them anyway. You ready? Worse yet, they encourage others to do them too. That is from Romans, the book of Romans in the Bible, the Holy Bible, chapter 1, verses 19 through 32. And I'm reading from the New, uh, the new Living Translation, NLT. Okay? That's what it says, bro. And it's crazy. I just highlighted this. It says two hours ago. I highlighted this two hours ago before I even thought about doing this episode. So I want you to realize that there is a lot going on there. And right there in the New Testament, for all you people who say, well, that's the that's not the Old Testament God. Nope, that's the New Testament God. That is Romans. All right. This is Paul writing this to the Church of Church of Romans, right? Okay. And this is what he tells them. And he's saying that eventually, if you keep turning away, people are going to abandon you, right? I'm, I'm, now I'm speaking from a more human perspective. We're not God, obviously. We already know that God has clearly abandoned them to let them do whatever they want because look at the world. I was even saying last night, I was like, you know, God's not here right now. You know, and I was telling, I was like, God's not here because if he was here right now, Midtown Atlanta would be ashes, right? So he's abandoned us. He's left us with something though. That's why you that's why the unforgivable sin is the is to is to blaspheme the Holy Spirit because it's the peace of God that is here. See, when God was here and you blaspheme God, he would destroy you. Right? Um, we've seen him do it in Egypt, we've seen him do it even with the Israelites, we've seen him do it. Right? He loved the Israelites, so he he spared them, but he he would basically you could say whoop them. He, you know, he'd been whooping them. As you see, he's still whooping them, right? So Excuse me. Um, essentially, essentially, what you have here is something that is powerful. It is something very powerful. It is something that makes a lot of sense. Uh, right? Because we're living in the second fold of saving. So what that means is it is to me, there's three folds of saving. The first fold is done. It's been fulfilled. We can't go back to it. Right. Which is the fold that you hear about in the Old Testament, where when you turned against God, when you separated, okay, when you sinned, right, when you did these things, you would have to go do offerings, and burnt offerings and do all this. Go. It was very ritual. Like, Right. Make a sacrifice. There's three sacrifices here. And there's three folds of saving. Right? 
we are now living in the second fold of Satan. Once Jesus Christ came, he fulfilled all that other stuff. He was the sacrifice. So now if you believe in his sacrifice and you walk in faith of that sacrifice, you'll be saved, right? There's going to come a time where that won't be it anymore. The next sacrifice will be you. The first sacrifice, animal and earth. The, this, this, the, the sacrifice we live in now, the, the era a sacrifice we live in now, Jesus Christ. As far as blood, you are saved. The next one is your blood. All right. So once Jesus comes, rapture the church, boom, trial, tribulation, all right, trumpets, bowls, all of that going on, right? Book of Revelation. Okay. After that, anyone who is left behind will have to be sacrificed themselves. You will have to be sacrificed. You will have to believe in God. Yes, you have to do that whole thing. But you will be saved when you are martyred, when you are persecuted under the name of Jesus Christ in those days. That will be your saving. You will be the sacrifice. You better get it while it's hot. <laughs> get, get it while it's good. And then people say, well, what about that generation, man? That's not fair for them people. Uh, that people, there won't be uh, people. There won't be a people. Because if you're referring to kids that are born after that time, first of all, when Jesus comes to actually the church, he's taking all the kids up. All the kids automatically go. Anybody, especially under the age of 12, automatically go. Right? Unless they're just an evil, wicked kid. <laughs> but everybody else, they're going to go because they're kids. Right? They're still presumed innocent. They, they haven't had a chance to really come to Christ yet. Right? So they all go. Right? Um, if you have a kid after that, we won't be around long enough for that to happen. You you don't have to worry about that. Unfortunately, it is what it is, right? We could look at it like that, and we could also look at it like, well, what about people who were born during the era of slavery? Unfortunate, right? You're born into whatever generation you're born into. You get what you get. You don't throw a fit. <laughs> Sucks. Hey. So, yeah, right? But when you turn away, you get abandoned. So... Don't think that it's not like for anybody like that trying to question the credibility of, of me saying, oh, well, like I said, I, I, I destroy all rebuttals before they come to, uh, to, to question the to me and say, well, you say you're a Christian. Why would you want to give up on the people or try to box them in or whatever like that? Well, that's what we have to do. If this people is unruly, if these people won't acknowledge certain things, if they won't listen, then that's what we have to do. Because we're not going to continue to be on this boat during this storm. Can I get an amen? Can I get a hallelujah? We're not going to continue to be on this boat in this storm when we when we know it's only here because of Jonah. We're going to send Jonah to where he needs to go. We will send Jonah to where he needs to go. Jonah needs to go into the water. We're not going to kill him. We're just going to put Jonah where he needs to go. And how do we do that? We drop our fear. We don't care if we get called racist. We don't care if we get called misogynist. We don't get care. We don't care about our patriarchy. We don't get care if we get called bigots, hateful, jealous, uh, little penis energy. None of that. And we step up and we say, "Hey, look, either you gonna get with it or you gonna get lost, bro. Straight up. We're not playing with you no more. Okay? We call everybody else out by their name. Y'all call everybody by their name." When black people got black people, yeah, people, but let black women got a problem. They call everybody by their name. They don't mind using the F word against the gays. 
They don't mind calling white people crackers or you white people, you white women ain't got no lips. Y'all want to be like us? Yeah, they don't mind doing so. We're going to call them by their name. And the whole world needs to do this because all of us, including other black women, are about sick and tired of it. And this plague is a plague that's not being, you know what black women remind me of right now? Fentanyl. Even fentanyl get more attention than them. Yeah, they remind me of fentanyl. You know why I say they remind me of fentanyl? As the world is so focused on COVID and all these other plagues, there is a plague right here in America. And the rest of the world is literally killing more people a day than fentanyl. I mean, than COVID did. But they don't talk about it. It's just spreading and the numbers are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I've had a friend even die from fentanyl. For all I know, I've had several. I just know of one for sure. Okay? Good friend of mine too. Rest in peace of Jordan Stelz. The Steltzer. You know, my boy back in the day, man. He died off fentanyl. Okay? So, when you think about it, right, that's what it's like. It's like we just sitting here with this elephant in the room that is literally spreading all kinds of wickedness. I mean, from lust to greed to violence. I mean, they're the most violent women out here right now. Um... Essentially, honestly, I think recently I've seen more of them fist fighting than even men. They, they're, they're about to surpass the so-called street N-I-G-G-A black man in violence and just that whole thing. They're getting away with a lot of stuff because people are scared to talk to them about them. It's hard to talk to somebody when you're being so blatantly general that you don't get specific. Because you know what happens when you don't get specific? People just cast themselves into the group of people that you're not talking about. We can no longer be afraid of their shaming tactics. We can no longer be afraid of their deflections. We can no longer be afraid of... Um, Kevin Samuels had it. He had it. He said, what is it? Uh, sign language. What is it? Shaming. Insults. Guilting, which is what they do to y'all white folks. They love to do that to y'all white folks, right? They hit y'all with that the most, right? Um, guilting and and the end is the need to be right. We don't care if they want to be right. We don't care about them trying to guilt people, which is what that woman did in that video. We don't care about their insults. We don't care about their shaming tactics. If they don't want to listen and they don't want to take heed to what we're saying, then they will be in a box by themselves. This has nothing to do with dating for anybody listening. If you want to take it to that level, that's on you. This is what must be done at this point. Must be done. Because if we can't even enjoy a movie, what will we be able to enjoy? So you're thinking about a movie. Think deeper than a movie, my brother. When I say my brother, I don't mean black man. I mean anybody that's a male listening. Think deeper than a movie, my sister. I don't just mean black women when I say sister. I mean anyone that's a woman that's listening. Think deeper than that. Because trust me, it is deeper than that. And it will be deeper than that. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex in our mouth.